Good morning on this Thursday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets for thought and for the imagination. As we've been learning about the responsibilities and the requirements for the high priest and for the priesthood, uh, we were looking at when Jesus was brought to Caiaphas. And uh, they laid hold on Jesus. They led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. And of course, we've already learned that uh, they did this during the nighttime, which was basically illegal. It was wrong. They they condemned him to be put to death uh, without a trial. They purposely looked for false witnesses. They didn't allow him to present any evidence. So we can see all the evil and all the wrong that the enemy accomplished in trying to get Jesus to be destroyed. The devil really feared Jesus while he was alive. He definitely fears him now that he is resurrected and seated at the right hand of the Heavenly Father with all authority and all power uh, vested in him and in his name. So he really made a big mistake. But nonetheless, the story teaches us that uh, Peter followed afar off unto the high priest's palace and went in and sat uh, with the servants to see the end Now the chief priest, plural, and the elders, plural, and all the council sought false witnesses against Jesus to put him to death. So as you can see, it was already pre-planned. I go, now we got him. They had been trying to get a hold of him. They had been trying to kill him since the very beginning of his ministry, but it was not his appointed time yet. And uh, Jesus did bear witness to the Father. Uh, When one reads the Gospel of John, one is actually amazed at how much Jesus spoke of the Heavenly Father and being a witness to the things that he saw, the things that he heard that were of God, that were of the Father. And... uh, They refused to believe those things. They refused to believe his word. They refused to believe his actions. All of these things. And uh, in a court of law today, you would be given the opportunity to have uh, a defense. You would be given an opportunity to present your, your case and present your evidence. But Jesus was not. He did the work of God. Uh, according to John uh, 5.17, But Jesus answered them, My Father worketh hereto, and I work. Therefore, if uh, John 5.18, Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but he also said that God was his Father, making himself equal to God. Now, when the Messiah comes, they believe that he will be the he he will be the anointed one he would be the one that would be sent directly by god but yet he had come and they did not recognize him they they 
they just did not comprehend. Uh, I guess sometimes we want God to do certain things our way. Or at least we expect him to do it a certain way. And God is not bound nor limited to how he can do things. In this case, they would have never, they would have never imagined that when it came to all their religious ceremonies and exercises that they did, that that was just something temporary and that priesthood of theirs was going to end the shedding of the blood of the lambs for atonement and for righteousness sake was going to end and Jesus was going to be the ultimate sacrifice. But as we read, it says, uh, Jesus answered and said, Then verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son of Man can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For what things soever he does, these also does the Son. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all these things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For the, for the Father raises up the dead and quickens them, even so the Son, whom he will. For the Father uh, judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father, which has sent him. So right here we can see, the honor that they only sought was to kill Jesus. There was no honor bestowed upon Jesus. And the God whom they served, they weren't honoring him by not honoring his son. It says, For verily I say unto you, He that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me has ever life. Well, if you can't believe on Jesus, then you definitely are not believing on the one that sent him. And he shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. For verily I say unto you that the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. Now Jesus bore witness to the authority of the Father. Uh, in John uh, uh, 5.27, And he has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not that I say to you uh, that the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth. Well, Jesus didn't seek to do his own thing. He sought to do the Father's work. And here we see it in John five thirty and 31. I can of my own self do nothing as I hear I judge. And my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father who has sent me. If I bear witness of my uh, self, my witness is not true. There is another that bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You sent unto John that you sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. But I receive not the testimony from man, 
But these things I say that you might be saved. He was, he was a burning and a shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have a greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. And the Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And you have, uh, and you have not his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent him you believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are the ones that testify of me. And you will not come to me that you might have life. I receive not honor from men, but I know you that you have not the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. So we see here from what we're reading that Jesus had witnesses on his favor. Yet, they did not permit him at his trial to allow the witnesses. They didn't ask for the, uh, the witnesses. They purposely sought false witnesses against him. And it is no different today that the enemy would do the same thing to accuse us. Because he is called the accuser of the brethren in Hebrews, in, uh, in Revelation, in chapter 12, and he is going to be overcome. He's going to be overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they not loving their lives even unto death. Now, what does this mean for you and I? It means that when the enemy comes and he does the same that he did to Jesus, we're going to have to overcome by he that bears witness to us. The blood of Jesus bears witness that we have been cleansed, we have been washed, we have been redeemed, we have been forgiven, we have been healed, we have been blessed, we have been delivered. The blood of Jesus bears witness. It is a living witness according to the book of Hebrews. And Jesus is the faithful witness. as That is how he presented himself uh, to the churches in the book of Revelation in chapter 1, 2, and, and 3. He is the faithful witness. From him, we actually are given the, the truth. We're given everything that the, that the life of an individual could possibly need or want. It all comes from him. Why? Because Jesus said, I am the way. I am the life, I am the truth. He is these things. Well, anyway, when uh, Jesus was accused and all these individuals rose up as false witnesses against him, the priest, the high priest, wanted to extract from Jesus an oath. He wanted him to swear or he wanted him to say something that would give them the right not to judge him, but to kill him 
Blasphemy would be the only thing. And once again, this was of their own making, of their own doing. And the high priest rose up and said, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witness against thee? But Jesus held his peace, Matthew twenty six sixty three, And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tellest, whether thou be the Christ, the Son of the living God. See, are you the Messiah? Are you the anointed one? Are you the Son of God? And he had told them many times over, yes, yes, yes. But now they wanted to hear it there in their mock court. Uh, in the middle of the night. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter you shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. And then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now you have heard his blasphemy. What think ye? They answered, and they said, He is guilty of death. Just out of that one simple statement, refusing to look at everything else, there was a book in the late 70s that came out that it was a volume one, volume two, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. I forgot who the author was. Uh, wonderful, wonderful, uh, volume one and volume two. But uh, basically it's that. When you truly, honestly examine all the evidence of Christ and what he did, what he went through, you have to come to a conclusion that he was, that he is, and will always be the son of the living God, that he was, that he is, and arose from the dead, and that he is seated at the right hand of the Father. You cannot deny the evidence of the work that he did. You cannot deny the evidence of what he went through on the cross. You cannot deny the evidence of what he has accomplished, because the very works of the Father, the very works of the Holy Spirit, the very words that he spoke, all point to him being truly the Son of the living God. And that is whom we believe. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God, whom God has raised up from the dead by his Spirit and seated him at his right hand forevermore. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly and fully bless you. And remember, when the accuser comes, the blood will speak on your behalf if you use your tongue as hyssop to mark the post of your life and let the enemy know you have been redeemed in Jesus' name. Amen.